Turn it up. You perhaps can't hear it. Rubber League Renegades back, uh, I think it might be episode 24, uh, but we hadn't surfaced for about three weeks. The, the episodes have been postponed due to flooding. Um, <laughs> the, the flooding had caused the broadcast to deteriorate to such an extent that we didn't actually do it. My God. And bad weather. Right? So, what? I was going to say it had deteriorated long before the floods. Yeah, well, you can't be blaming the floods for that. No, uh, injuries then. Injuries to some of the key components. Holidays oh, or something. Yes, right. Anyway, look, look, I was right. away. I was over in Ireland. Yeah. Did you, did you enjoy yourself? Did you have a nice time? Yes, work-related, Rod. Was it? Really? Yes, yeah. Was it really? Um, right, now look, we'll start, let's start off with Bradford Bulls. Mm. Right, Bradford Bulls in financial strife. I think it's fair to say again. Now this, this is well. This, this happened several times. Yeah, give it to us. Break it down to us chronologically. Well, Jan, well, no, we'd be here till no, no, the end of the season. No, no, look. Uh, they, well, they started they lost in, the in January two thousand and twelve, didn't they? When they sold no, their ground don't, don't to the go RFL. Back, don't go back that far. All oh, right, sorry. Take us to right. the Featherstone. Okay, game. well, the Featherstone game. The Featherstone game. Had they avoided defeat against Featherstone Rovers, they would have finished in the top four, which would have brought financial gains from like I mean shrewd analysts reckon that having a home game against Leeds which they would have done if they'd finished in Featherstone's position because Featherstone yeah. playing Leeds aren't they at home uh, would have been worth the thick end of £200,000 to the Bradford Bulls wow. and that doesn't even include then subsequent home game they would have had wow. another home game against uh, you know whoever it would have been Huddersfield, Salford or Hull wow. KR a lot of uh, and sponsorship and all these kind of things that and uh, extra central funding for finishing the top four now so when that happened Obviously, they, they, they played just, Featherstone just, just and they didn't beat them. Yes, go on. on. Right, How many on. people do you think they would have got to a Bradford-Leeds game at odds? Well, I mean, it's going to be a five-figure crowd, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, easy. Easily. Yeah. Uh, in the last game ever played at odds, do you remember the last game yeah, ever played the at odds? Fund, the, the, the fundraiser. The fundraiser. Hold on a minute, they've played a few games since then, haven't they? Anyway, the, the game billed at the last ever game at Odds. What was the crowd then? 20-something. Yeah. Years. Oh, it'd been huge. Right, so I think uh, the first derby for what would have been three seasons, obviously. And yeah. Leeds would have brought plenty across, wouldn't they? Yes, they would have. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so to all intents and purposes, that game against Featherstone Rovers, had Bradford won, it would have made such a... Basically, Bradford Bulls had a lot of money on red in that game and it came up black. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened, wasn't it? So the fallout, very black. The fallout is well. The well, fallout, no, they were on black, and they've gone in on the red now. Well, you they've can end up on the red. Oh, oh, all right, yeah. You like it? Well, I see what you've done there. Um, well, I mean, as we're talking now, which is at twelve twenty-three post Meridian on Friday, fifth uh, of August, the players have not been remunerated for July. Well, the staff haven't been remunerated for July. Right. Uh, and Mark we Green flew back from, from his holidays, didn't he? Yeah. And he's, he's, addressed, he's addressed everybody. He yeah. said everything is in hand. There he are... said they'd be paid by end of business today. He did right. say it was the most difficult period of his professional life. Hmm. Um, he said his bank account's frozen. Is that, is that right? I don't know. Is that something he said? Well, That's it, been reported, certainly. Tell, well, I'm sure it's difficult for Mr Green, but it'd be a lot more difficult for the people that haven't been paid, yeah. won't it? 
Agreed. Yeah. So where does it leave Bradford? Well, where does it leave Bradford? Well, we, we're, we're on here to come up with Well, answers. come on, where do you think then? I mean, well, um, look, Mr Green may soldier on. Mr Green may attempt to sell the club on to another investor. Yeah, I, I think the players and the staff will get paid. Bradford, RFL are probably right. holding money for Bradford. That would be central yeah. distributions that they would normally be giving them in October. Next month. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, September. So they October. can release that. They can release that and pay them, but that's that's a short-term fix. Yeah, well, yeah. how would that leave them when they need to be paid in October, no, November, that's, December? That's right. Well, January, where well, there's no you, income in them. Well, you're trying to sell your season tickets then, aren't you? Mm. Yeah. So. Well, yes, I did a little bit of research, and, and basically their gates are now in the 4,000s. In 2000, at the end of 2011, when this crisis started or became evident to the general public, uh, their gates were something like getting on for 12,000. So basically two-thirds of their supporters have deserted in the last four years. They've just, they've just turned it in. That wouldn't be unique to Bradford. That would like no, Manchester City when they dropped down the no, divisions didn't sustain the crowds that they, they had in the top division. They had great crowds. They didn't sustain. They didn't lose two thirds of their gates, Brian. Did they? No, probably not that no, many. No. So Leeds United, perhaps. So no. you're losing two thirds. You said it went from what? They've gone from nearly. They've gone from Ab sort of about twelve to four. An average of twelve. Yeah, in the 2011 season. Yeah. Did they? They averaged twelve thousand. Yes. They were quite good then, God. weren't they? Right. Wow. So anyway. Um, they, they could, if maybe someone else might come in, but as I've explained many, many times, making it quite clear, you're basically taking a, the ownership deck of cards, you shuffle it up, you shuffle up the deck, and when you finish shuffling, you deal the top card off the ownership deck, and you might get the ace of clubs like uh, Paul Caddick or the king of hearts like Simon Moranovic. But you might get something down the bottom, like the three of three of diamonds or something. Who's the three well, of I'm diamonds? I'm not saying. Right. <laughs> it could be anybody. I'm just giving an example. I mean, it could be yeah. anybody. Any owner. You, you so take, what's your solution? You're taking a bit of a chance. It could be any, you're anybody. You're telling me the problems. What's the solution? Well, wait, look, I've made, I've made it quite Fit clear. and proper person's test? Well, that, that, yeah. look, my idea, I keep going on about this, but um, I think, and I said this in 2012, that the supporters of Bradford ought to, you know when they collected yeah. that amazing yeah. amount of money? They're absolutely yeah. staggering. They raised half a million sovs. Yeah. In in ten days, have you ever heard of such? Yeah, no, it's yeah, absolute. You did, you did say I'm that gonna, at the time. I'm going to yeah. repeat this. Yeah. They raised half a million pounds in ten days. It's one of the most staggering acts of fundraising that I've yeah. ever heard of. But then they just gave it yeah. to the Bradford Bulls board the, unconditionally. The people that had steered the people that them got into the them into debt the in the first yeah. place. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it breaks your heart to think yeah. what they did. Those people, they gave. They gave but they gave their money and for, and for they what? They gave their jerseys, their grand for final what? rings, their for money, what? they washed cars, they flipped burgers. You're right. For what for, benefit? I remember covering it at the time yeah. on Boots and All. And said how, oh. I was asked, oh, well, isn't this a, great, this is a great sign of solidarity? I said, this is a terrible. Yeah. This is terrible. Stop masking right. it up as, as saying the, the rugby league community is so good. It rallies together. Look how proud they are in the club. They were being abused. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. the generosity and loyalty of the fans was being abused. Yeah. It continues to be abused. They, yeah, they should, have, they should have got that money. They had half a million pounds in cash in their hand. Yeah. Now, they could have either, which I think is the best idea, they could have said, we're going to buy the club off you. You sell it for a pound to us now. Yeah. Or they could have said, we'll give you this money, but we want three seats on the board. 
which would have given them leverage could, in any could you subsequent in demons. crowds in average crowds of 11,000 yeah. can you imagine how much expertise that club would have available oh. to them amongst well, their fans well that's look there are there are 50 approximately clubs in the UK run by supporters trusts under the help and guidance of the organization called supporters direct and they contain uh, AFC Wimbledon Wrexham Chester Football Club uh, Rochdale Hornets on it uh, and, and, and they've done the same as what you said there. They've got the expertise. You know, they've got solicitors amongst yeah. their group. They've yeah. got marketing experts. Yeah. They've got business experts. And they utilise that. There'll be a guy in Bradford who's a top accountant. Yes. Who'll be a Bradford Bulls That's fan, right. Who will be willing, I'm sure, to lend. Look, these same, these same... Yes, absolutely. These same people are, are continuously asked for their money. Well, give us a couple of hours of your time. Same with a solicitor. Yeah. The same with somebody that's in marketing that's a Bradford Bulls fan. Especially a club as big as Bradford. They need to be drawing on the. You're right. You're look, and you did say it. You're not after eventing. You did say it. Yeah. yeah, and I've said it again in 2014 and you know what? when they, they went into administration. They might become a guiding light for rugby league clubs hmm. because you have absolutely huge support in the localities. Now, yeah. notwithstanding the fact that you've, you've identified that Bradford has, has dwindled. Yeah, but they would come back, wouldn't they? Yes, of course they would come back. They would come back, and I think the best thing they could do now is to literally go to the bottom of Championship 1. Uh, this is pretty much what happened to Chester City. I've just mentioned Chester City. Uh, the, the club was liquidated, effectively. the support It was liquidated. The supporters took over the club. It started three or four rungs below what we call the conference now, the fifth division of football, and has worked its way up to the fifth division under supporter guidance. Well, that would be interesting if they went to the... Uh, well, they could go to Championship 1, couldn't Championship they? Championship 1. Or League 1. And then one. they were... Then they were sharing their training base with their rivals, the Toronto Wolfpack. <laughs> well, they're well, it's Tong, isn't it? Well, it's yeah, the Toronto, it's it the, is. It's the, it is. the base but of the Wolfpack. Like Glasgow Rangers, they went right down to the bottom. They, Glasgow Rangers were quite properly thrown out of the Scottish Premier League. Which would really surprise me. Well, the clubs... At the time, I was I must say, metal. yes, they did. I could... If you'd ask me, was that going to happen? I said, there's no way I thought, those clubs are going to get rid of this huge travelling support that that the Rangers would bring. But they did. Mm. In their defence, they did. The club says, no, we're going to have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. You drop down the divisions and work your way back up. And, and they have them. Mm. Do you agree with me... Sold 44,000 season tickets. incredible. Do you agree with me that instead of penalising teams six points... I remember when Bradford got six points taken off going administration a couple of times. Uh, do you agree with me that if you go into administration or liquidation, then you should be slung out and put in the bottom division? as a proper deterrent a couple of points is neither in or there yeah no no it's not no it's not right. do you agree with me on that do I agree with you that sling them out like so Bradford would have been slung out uh, Wakefield I think 2011 won it Crusaders 2010 London Broncos went to liquidation in 2005 and, they, and the band played on on every occasion yeah and the band played on yeah and, tell, yeah. and let me tell you yes yes I do let me give you an example here let, those teams that all should have been thrown out. Let's look where they are now. Bradford Bulls, still, yes. still yeah, in yeah, this yeah, pretty much yeah. a similar a yeah. similar kind of situation. Still yeah. certainly not solid. Yeah. London Broncos may go up this year, but have actually disappeared and are now playing in Ealing. But financially, right? no difficulties. Well, yeah, right, okay, but still, you know, bumping along. Uh, Crusaders completely and utterly disappeared. Yeah. Then re resumed as, as, as again down the bottom, and Wakefield, but for Michael Car Get Carter, sorry, but for Get Carter, would could easily still be in the same mess and have disappeared down the plug hole. It's only because of the top of the ownership deck when it was dealt. Then Get Carter's face came up. 
to save them. Yeah, so financial been... propriety yeah. is the is the is the common thread with the clubs that have actually Wakefield, in London even to an extent. Yes, because, because they've got David Hughes there. Yeah. They... Well, let, well, let's give Big Carter and uh, Get Carter another big up here. When he came in, you love Get Carter. I do. It's great Get Carter. Um, he paid off the debts that the club owed because he didn't want local businesses to lose money due yeah. to the financial ineptitude yeah. of a sports club. Yeah, that's I why. I tip my hat to Get Carter. That's why I tipped him for the eight. Once they made the eight, don't you? You like to see somebody rewarded for that. He's run a tight ship. Yeah. He can't. Right. He, he, he has really had to do it with, with one hand behind his back financially. He has. And he's managed to get into the eight and get guaranteed Super League for another year. I mean, they'll, they'll have it tough it again next year. I don't doubt that. But well, look, that's the thing. They've to got that. to go through it again. But at yeah. the moment, they should be. Uh, enjoying their day yeah. in the sun. I tell you what, like, let's, so uh, Bradford Bulls, draw the line under Bradford Bulls. Have you got anything more to say on that before I move on? Well, you know... Uh, I've said what I think should happen. No one listens. No, no, they don't. No, but um, uh, we might be coming having the conversation in 2018 at this rate. Yeah. Any view? Just carry on over Just, the ba- next card of the deck. I think it'll be carry on and hope for the best. Yeah, and the band played on. Yeah. And the band played on. But we mentioned uh, Get Carter there and the wait for Wildcats. Uh, let's look at the Challenge Cup. Now, look, the Challenge Cup semi-final ended up, they got absolutely tonked in the end by Warrington, and yeah. uh, that's just what happened. But they at least did get to the semi-final. What did you make of the Challenge Cup semi-finals? Oh, probably went the way that you would expect them to go. Really? Yeah, certainly a close game in the first one. Yes. And then the second one, you and I were discussing the second one before, and he said, what do you reckon, do you think... I think Wakefield can give him a go. I said it'll be one or two ways. Yeah, it? yeah, so that, yeah. yeah it, it's 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 certainly not going to be that sort of 34-28 game. No, you know, I think I think it'll either be a tonking, yeah. which, which it turned out to be. Um, actually, I don't know what I thought the alternative. You thought there would like be some sort of sort of nail biter, didn't yeah. you? You thought Wakefield would be a nail biter, or a blo- you didn't yeah. think there would be like a twenty point margin. You right, thought it'd yeah, either be like about point, six yeah. or I'm fifty. Trying, didn't uh, anyway, thought, right, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, look, I tell you what it has done is right. it's given them a, a chance cup semi final that they should sell out. Oh, Hull versus Warrington, yeah. we're talking about that. Yeah. The Challenge Cup final. Yeah. Sorry, it's given them a chance cup final that yeah. they should sell out. Right. Um and I'm not sure who I think will win or who well, it, I'd it, like to win. It's it's a game between um the team at the at the top of the table and the team I call the champions. That's Warrington. Um, Why do you call them the I call them the champions because if you had put the ta- done a table of uh, the Super League this year, when everyone had played everybody once, home and away, hence ignoring the contrived extra fixture at the Magic Weekend, Warrington actually finished top after 22 matches, 11 at home, 11 away. Gotcha. So I so Warrington really are the moral champions in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so. From henceforth, it's the hipsters against the champions. I think it should be promoted as such. I thought Catalan were the hipsters. No, no, no. No, they were briefly... No, look, the hipsters, the rugby league hipsters eventually settled upon Holland. They were good judges, the hipsters. They got on to witness early. They they got rid of them and went on to Catalan when they were doing well. But then the hipsters wisely seized upon Hull. Had they settled on Hull? Yeah. Hull are... St. Helens? uh, No, no, no. What? No, no. After last night's performance? No, forget that. Hull are the hipsters team, and quite rightly. So the hipsters against the team, a.k.a. the champions, Warrington. What do you, who do you think will win, hipsters or champions? I think it'll be a great game. I'm actually yeah, looking forward to that match, aren't you? I yeah. think, yeah, I, I don't think this you know, is a I mean, the last time Hull played in a final, 
I mean, I've never seen weather Seems like it. Size that be. Oh my goodness! Wind your window up. Close your door. Do you remember you have to wind? Do you remember you used to have to wind the window? Yeah. Um, no, let. Oh, he's got to. No, I've shut. No. Oh no! Right, get out. Evacuate. He's going to attack me. Right, it's gone. Right. 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 Oh, no. oh, can you imagine if it was on video, that? Oh. Can you imagine if we were, that was on screen? The world's biggest bee oh. in the car. Oh. As Alan Brazil would say. Oh! Oh! oh. Uh, right, anyway, still right, anyway. <laughs> still here too, Brian. Oh, God, that was... Um, right, anyway, yeah, well, one... Well, no, it's outside, it's all right. It's just, it just looks like... It. No, mind your language. Mind your language. Um... Yeah, last time I played the fire, the rain was horrendous. Well, so hopefully it'll be a nice day with lots of bees flying around, um, and that'd be great. Right? Yeah, who so, do I think will win it? Right? I think it'll be a great game. I'm really looking forward to that game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the hipsters have beaten the champions twice this season already. I I should noise, point out. That last night's result will have an effect on that as well. I, I think. Well, this they, is, because they lose that. I mean, yeah, well, they got the Casper. They, yeah. I think the champions have got Casper <laughs> the week before, haven't they? Yeah, and you could have you could have seen Tony Smith saying, right, okay, let's we're going to focus on the Challenge Cup, right? We will we'll still have to play like seventeen players against yeah. Casford, but our well, focus will be on the following yeah. week. That that may change. They got Wakefield and coming up next, Warrington. Right, but that that loss to Saint Helens that mm -hmm. could that could dent them. Well, no, what we what we saw last night, uh, what you you mentioned, Tony Smith there saying that, well, in the in post match interview on Sky Sports uh, last night, he he was saying that uh, well. He was alluding to the fact that they, almost that they, you know they might basically turn it in in the Super Eights. I mean, it, you know, they, they didn't really bother about finishing top. The, you'd think they'd have some interest in finishing at least second, wouldn't you? Because well, you do get ground team. advantage, yeah, yeah, don't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. or would you just not give two hoots and, and think, well, we'll, we'll just play in someone? Well, we've got to win the old the grand final at Old Trafford. So yeah, well, here's the funny thing. I mean, they can't beat St Helens at home to save their life. That's six times they've lost at home to St Helens, and when they played what? at Saints this year, they smashed them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So go play Saints so, away. I, I, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's a strange record, isn't it? That one. It is very strange. Yeah. Uh, Twenty years of Super League, two home wins against St Helens. Yeah. That's all they've not. That's all they've managed. That's Twenty-eight amazing, games, I think. Do you, do you remember the game when uh, Saints scored right at the end? I think it was uh, Kieran, and then uh, he was then seen uh, getting uh, giving Cheered Ian, off. Ian, Ian Millwood off. no yeah. Ian Millwood giving giving Ian Millwood a piggyback around yeah, the ground. Yes, yeah, marvelous yeah. scenes, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, if you're a Saint Helens fan, well, I know it was yeah. still marvelous scenes anyway, wasn't it? Watching you know, I mean, it was like I think Ian Millwood thought he was in the derby or something. The way he was sort of riding on it. Yeah. Anyway, forget the beat. Right now, what else have we got to talk about here? Now, what about uh, what about World Club Challenge? Yeah, what do you mean about latest, that news about that? That latest news. Yeah. That, uh, they're undecided about how many teams are going to take part, mm -hmm. where the games are going to be played. They're not sure who actually wants to play in the games. Um, it's Which is scheduled to take what place. What great news. Well, it's, it's scheduled to take place in under six months' time, or approximately six months' time. wasn't great news, was it? Well, um, not really, no. No, and it, bo it boils down, in my opinion, to pound, pounds, pence and shillings. Or, or dollars and cents. Yeah, cents, well, perhaps. yeah, more more appropriately. I think it's... The Australian clubs will need a financial incentive to come over. And and I think that's that, that may be the biggest problem. Right. It's, well, I, you, I don't think the... The event is attractive enough for them, especially the teams outside, the yeah. playing the games outside the World Club Challenge. 
is, is it attractive you enough mean, for them to come over without financial incentives? You're talking about World Cup Series, yes. not the actual main event. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think Well, that. I was going to ask you, because I mean, you have a much a great advantage of me, because you, you're still very uh, friendly and in contact with a lot of people in Australia from your uh, successful stint with the Newcastle Knights. No, you're very, <laughs> no, let's be fair to you. It's your very successful stint at the Newcastle Knights, and people like Matthew Johns and other great, uh, uh, greats of the game. Uh, so, what, what's the feel? Give us a feeling of what the, what they're saying about things. You know, what what do they think? They have a. I think it's like you would imagine, Rod. Their their thoughts go on the NRL mm-hmm. up until the grand final, and then it goes on to cricket, mm-hmm. and it doesn't come back on rugby league until the NRL season starts right. again. Mm-hmm. So to interrupt that habitual viewing of sport and approach to the seasons, you need something special. You need something with a spark in it. Um, I don't know that it lights the imagination, or fires the imagination as much as it does the, the teams over. I know teams over here, by and large, and certainly supporters over here, love it. Mm. I remember being at Headingley last year and seeing people come just to watch Jonathan uh, Thurston. And I was one of them. Whether it yeah. be Casward fans, yeah. be they be Warrington yeah. fans, be they Wigan, Witness, St. Helens, anybody who's travelled would travel to see the likes of, of the North Queensland Why Cowboys. Wouldn't you? I'm not sure the same would apply down under. Right. That players are cl- uh, fans of. Cronulla would travel all the way up to Newcastle to come and watch no. Hull FC play. No. I'm, I'm not sure that would happen. So here seems to me to be the appropriate venue yes. in this country. Um, and I think it's just a case of, of having a bigger financial incentive so, to, to I attract mean, the clubs. That's so the really, problem. yeah, you have to dangle the carrot I of think so. dollars and cents in front of yeah. somebody, be that the Brisbane Broncos, the Manly Sea Eagles, or the St. George and Laura yeah. Dragons. We don't, yeah. I mean, Leeds aren't obviously an option this year. Aren't they? To play in it. Why not? That would be a bit of a stretch, wouldn't well, it? I would have thought the winner of the middle eight would be guaranteed a place. Is that that could be the new qualifying system? Oh, um, well, why couldn't well, it be? No, I'm not. I'm rowing back you, now. You, you, I'm, uh, I'm just sticking it, it in reverse here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I distance myself from my previous comments? Just sit there and say yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Um, what, what do you think? Do you think it'll end up being only one match <laughs> between Leeds, the winner of the middle eights? <laughs> no, one match between uh, whoever wins the Super League Grand Final and you know whatever. Uh, the Australian Grand Final. I think to go for so, three to yeah. three to one would be a, a not quite no. disastrous, okay. but it'd be borderline disastrous. You're selling everybody a yeah. a three game concept, and you're building up to that to then strip back. It's a little like the Exiles. Sorry, uh, the what? Sorry, yeah. There, there was a con. I'm sorry. I just what is that? History lesson. What was the exit? The exit. What the heck was that? In the absence of a competitive match against the French international right. team. Oh yes, yes, I remember. Now. It the was exiles. decided yeah, yeah. to produce a team from overseas yes, players the called the Exiles. Right, okay, and yeah. after well, a successful one-off game, they went to a two-game series. And that was it. And then that was it. Yeah, that's that's a good point you're making there. The uh, the because of course there's um. The, the mid-season or any kind of contest against, uh, international against France, between England and France, a totally discredited concept and something that... What was know, the result oh, last year? Uh, eight, they didn't play last year, did they? 80-something last time they played. 84-4? Right? Yeah, yeah, it was last year. Um, yeah, so a totally discredited concept and just basically discredited and rendered completely pointless. Yeah, and so I believe, there's, won't I be believe there's plans now to look at maybe, mm. not quite an exiles, yeah. but getting even getting the Polynesian sides to play England ahead of the Four Nations together. Right, okay. I think that's the plan. Right. I think that's no, I think I the plan is to play France. No, no, no. No, no, the no, discredited... no, 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 no. Right, no. so the... France are considered not competitive enough. Right, okay. So they want... That's why they brought the exiles in. <laughs> no, yeah, France not competitive enough, brought the exiles in and gone back to France. Right, anyway, so they've gone back to playing France now, this 
international, which was deemed pointless, which is now deemed to have a point. But what about uh, the row that continues to rumble on about Wayne Bennett trawling the NRL for players? You know my thoughts on international yeah, sports. I do. Rod. Yeah, just reiterate them for us in case people miss them. I think the, Olymp- your car, the, I think the Olympics, oh. if that B comes in again, you're no, forward. No. Uh, the Olympics have had their day. I think international sport has changed forever. I think anybody that's hoping to watch. The Olympics had its day. Yes. It's a bold one. Yes, isn't it? yes. Right, okay, you mark my words. No, I'm, just, I'm listening to you. Um, it's a bold decision. Anybody that's hoping to tune in and watch mm-hmm. uh, rugby union, football, mm-hmm. or rugby league international and see what they deem to be 15, 13 or 11 Englishmen, Scottishmen or Irishmen or Frenchmen yeah. playing the game are, are dreaming. That yeah. Those days are gone and uh, gone uh, forever. If they were, I mean, and this, funnily enough, mm-hmm. this is nothing, this is nothing new. You know, mm-hmm. this has happened in international sport, uh, not at this level, but it has happened for years and years in international sport. Yeah. You'll now see the, the rules state that anybody with qualifications can play Wayne Bennett is just going and finding as big a pool as he can. We always say we haven't got a big enough pool, do we, to, ta- to yeah. take on this so he's stage. increased the pool. Well, yeah, only within playing within the rules. Yes, the yes, Australia, rules yeah, yeah. The Australians, they don't bat an eyelid. They go and get semi-rad-radra, that's yeah. it. So, like, moan about it, we still well, we've got I mean, they, I mean, days gone by, they fielded Lottie Takiri, who played in World Cups for them. Petro Sivanasiva. Petro Sivanasiva, yeah. Adrian uh, Lamb. Adrian, uh, no, no, he didn't, no, he didn't play. play for them. Uh, Tony Carroll, who went, you know, uh, yeah. across the Tasman and back again, yes. didn't he? Uh, yeah. New Zealand, Australian, yeah. you know, Tony, a great... Brad Thorne. Well, he, he, he not only changed countries, he changed codes. Yes. I mean, Brad has surpassed all, yes. hasn't he? Marvellous. Um, but, I mean, Wayne Bennett really is there to pick the best team. Yes. Now, if you, so let's take Trent Hodkinson, right? Yes. Who's actually got an English father, hasn't he? Yes. So he's qualified to play clearly. Now, if you're saying you think Mark Sneed, Matty Smith or Luke Gale is better than Hodkinson, that's one thing. But if Bennett says he thinks Hodkinson is better than those three at half-back, shouldn't he pick Hodkinson? Yes. If Hodkinson wants to play. Yes. If he thinks he's better and he's the coach, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's well. That's it. Otherwise, what? What's your protest? Not you, but what's the people's protest? Well, they think he, Hodkinson isn't English enough. Enough. Uh, well, look, Under the rules, he, he qualifies. Yeah. Well, he has got an English parent. I mean, how much yeah. of a qualification do you want? That's it. The grandparent rule is an interesting one, which obviously Mr. Bennett can can utilise. Uh, but the same people that are criticising Wayne Bennett for utilising the grandparent rule were the same people jumping up and down in their lounge rooms, screaming on Wales when they tonked Belgium. With the goals coming from uh, Sam Vokes, Hal robson Carnu, and Ashley Williams, all of whom are born in England and all of whom qualified to play for Wales via a Welsh grandparent. Yeah. Yeah, uh, listen, uh, I agree. Right, that's good. Well, good. Where's Ryan Giggs from? Uh, he's born in Wales. Ryan Giggs was born in Wales. Yeah, yeah, he was. Right, okay, well, that's good then, isn't it? That's good. We'll, we'll, Neville uh, Southall. Oh, no, I, don't know the, I don't know the birthplace of every single player that's played international sport. Where were you born? Uh, Glossop, wasn't it? Oh, no, no, that's where we recorded. My father's American. Right. So I could. But you were born in Ireland. Yeah. So I could play for the Tomahawks. Is your, is your, was your, your mother Irish? Yes. Yes. So you've got yeah. one Irish parent, one American what parent. What does that make me? It makes you cosmopolitan. It makes you the engaging character that you mm. are, Brian. And of course, now you've lived in England, you could, you could swear allegiance to the flag of St. George. <laughs> Ah, get off me! Right, right. no, <laughs> right. Let's let's leave it there because I can see you're, you're getting you're getting, you're getting annoyed. Rugby League Renegades will be back next week with more reflections. I think we'll do some reflections on the on the Middle Ages next week. You've been doing it on your own. <laughs>
serious. Not you very never, You can say anything like that. <laughs> not very nice. Hey, I'll rearrange your face if you say that. Oh, oh, hey! I'm talking about that's a bit oh, 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 oh. 